Hey, it's Coco and Carly, and we are the hosts of Soul Rehab. Each week, we'll inspire you to get back on Blueprint through our experiences and journey living through a higher vibration and consciousness. Because ultimately, we are spiritual beings having human experiences. This is your vibrational experience. Hi, everybody. Welcome to August my favorite month. Maybe that's because I'm a Leo and this is my birth month and this is when Coco came into body, August. Such a profound month we have in store for us. I know you guys are feeling it. I am feeling it inside and just so full of gratitude to be alive and coming into our own. It is such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful time. This episode, we break down this month and I talk about the energy and how it's so life-changing and it stands on its own. And when you look back, you're going to see August as that kind of standalone energy that defines so much for you. We also really, really break down my new favorite saying, which is getting unplugged from the matrix and how to keep yourself unplugged and what that all entails. Because we know that for so many of you, you might come to nights with Coco or events or listen to this podcast. And then it's the work to stay unplugged in a world that wants to keep you plugged in. Enjoy. And again, together we're better love all of you in this community. So, so excited. Follow along on social media. We're launching a beautiful video later this week on our dinners with Coco that are happening at the end of the month. So hope to see a lot of you guys there. Thank you so much again for following your soul and taking the time today to listen. Hi. Hi, everybody. (laughs) It's Tuesday? Wednesday? It's August. It's August. (laughs) Which is so hard to believe. I'm super excited. We're going to just get right in right now. We were just talking and we're like, we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk. And we're like, why aren't we hitting record? Because we're literally just doing the podcast right right now. So I'm really excited to talk to you guys today about everything to do with August and then really help you guys understand uh, what's going on. And today's topic is like really how to keep yourselves unplugged. Yeah. On the weekend, I had somebody who has been tonight's with Coco, and he said to me, Coco, like in Europe, what you guys do is it's called uh, unplugging from the matrix. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you'll have so many moments in your life where somebody unplugs you. Right. So if you've been tonight's with Coco in that space, in that room, it's like, oh my goodness. You're being unplugged. You're being unplugged. That's why you feel like so overwhelmed. We're always like the high of cocoa after Mm -hmm. nights with cocoa and stuff like that because you're around all the souls and all the energies who literally just got unplugged. Yeah. So the work now is when you leave nights with cocoa or you stop listening to the podcast for the day, how do you keep yourself unplugged? So before we go into that, I'm just going to bring up the energy of August. Are you ready, Carly? This is my favorite whenever you do these like energy reports, because then it's so funny looking back, you're always bang on. I don't know why that still surprises us. Well, and it's it's really interesting because I only follow probably mm, two people, uh, 
other work. Yeah. And I always find that like everybody is saying the same thing, but different language. And like right? different metaphors. Yeah, different based metaphors. Based off of I feel like who their audience is or what their background yeah, is. Yeah, or use what their guides translate yeah. to them. And, you know, like other people's work, you know, they use language that's like really, really advanced. And then like mine, I feel like is, you know, common common everyday kind of language yeah. Yeah. yeah so if you read the august energy report we're going through the gates and oh you guys it's just so phenomenal and like my mind is blown every single day because i just said to carly when she came i'm like i cannot process fast enough how we pre-wave this <laughs> and it's funny because earlier this year you said to me if you pre-wave this <laughs> giddy up the summer and yeah. like yeah you're not joking like last year in 2019 i would have said august was like quote unquote my worst month my hardest month my most challenging month so for a lot of you uh you're in that month as well so what august is is when you reflect back at August, you're going to see August kind of stand on its own. It's going to be that energy that kind of, um, you know, stands out from the, from the whole, like the, rest linear, of the, year. Yeah, the whole linear year. And what happens in this month is affecting the timelines of the remainder of your year and also all of 2021. Wow. No pressure. <laughs> so everybody breathe and know you're exactly where you need to be, but know that this is a profound month. And what is happening is the energy of our divine feminine energy. So what that means is like the timelines of the world have been very masculine. Mm -hmm. So if you look at the world that you have known, it's been greed, hustle, strife, like all that, right? Mm -hmm. That we talk about that really like strong, dominant, dominant, that yeah. really strong 3D energy, you know, and it's like that feminine energy, which is softer, um, which is all the things, the contrast of the masculine, okay, that is rising up onto Sunday, which is the lion's gate. Okay, you guys, I'm going... No, Saturday the 8th. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday the 8th. Sorry, Saturday's the 8th. So I'm going to... I'm, I'm going away, but I'm going to have um, it uploaded for you guys. I'm going to do a meditation I think is coming through. I'm going to have information and stuff for you guys to support you for that because it is so profound. The energy that is happening on Saturday, you guys, it's like how I see it. It's like a big, huge cup. Like I'm standing in front of Carly right now. Mm -hmm. My arm is out to my left and to my right. Like it's like... Um, like a chalice. Like a chalice, yeah. okay? And all that energy is coming down and it's rising you up, okay? Mm -hmm. And um, what also I heard the other day, which was really good, is what is really, really, really hard and seems um, hard in 3D is ascension in 5D and beyond. Mm -hmm. So this is a profound, profound month. And what that also means is that everything, okay? Let's lay this out on the table right now. Everything that is trying to stop you from rising is going to come and test you, okay? And your ego is going to be wild and everything is going to start coming to test you. And what you have to do with dedication this month is yes. Hell yes. Mm -hmm. And like, think about how you feel when you say yes. Like, yes! Mm -hmm. You feel joy. You feel great. When you say no... It's like dull. Yeah. It's like capped off, right? So this is going to be the easiest month for many to say yes and the hardest. So it's like, it's that balance, okay? So we're in a choice month, meaning that every single 
day and second of your life. Sometimes it might be second to second in some points a day. It's yes to your soul, yes to your soul. So what that also means is I talked previously to, this is another analogy that I got that I absolutely love, is that we're now moving out of orbit and we're moving to that other ship that lost its power and we're going to open up the doors on Friday and we open up the doors and all that chaos is coming at us. So me and Carly have been saying for the last week, the doors, <laughs> doors are opening. open, the doors are open. They're opening. So what does that mean for you? That means that you're going to start seeing a lot of everyone else's chaos and shit. And like, they're showing me right now, like garbage and just imagine Lots your Ziploc bags, Ziploc bags. Yeah. yeah. Like just imagine <laughs> you're out in space right now. And all of this garbage is coming at you. And you're like, what the hell? Like, what the fuck is going on? And, you know, me and Carly, I can see us right now in these, like, astronaut suits. And we're, the door has been open. And we're like, what the hell? Like, I can hardly see. And you're, you're starting to panic. And all this drama and all this stuff is happening. And when you realize that you are an energetic being, meaning that your body is suspended by your energy field, all that Ziploc bags, all that garbage is an illusion. And it literally just goes right through you Mm -hmm. because behind you is that, that state of the art hydrovac that is Mm -hmm. pulling it. Okay. So that is where you have to use the tests of hell. Yes. Or hell no. So hell no, if it doesn't resonate with your soul and hell yes. How many times a day are you saying hell yes to your soul? Mm -hmm. And that is the work and that is the dedication. And that's the hardest thing of this all. Yeah. Is it will not make sense to anybody outside of you. And especially people who aren't going where you're going. So you have to really work on staying unplugged from the matrix that's trying to keep you stuck. And it's a muscle, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's, as you say, hell yes to more things, it gets easier and easier. It's like when I started at the gym, like, I couldn't even freaking pick up a 20-pound kettlebell, and now I'm doing, like, 55s. Yeah. So it's like you need to gradually just keep keep consistent. That's the thing with this work, too, is it's second-by-second second consistency. So you know, the first few tests are going to be hard, and you're going to think, oh, my gosh, I'm crazy. It's way easier just to, you know respond or you know react versus respond but just keep going with the hell yes or hell no because in the end oh you're gonna thank yourself because why put yourself in a situation unless it's a hell yes just doesn't make sense yeah and I know we say that a lot but it is so important this month because when you break through that like energy chalice and you move into the fifth dimension and more you guys it's like you're on the other side of that door looking at everything you know long you now are the witnesser instead of the player yeah and that's the most crazy thing because like you even had scenarios in the last few days where you're watching yourself witnessing yourself talk yeah yeah and just like everyone else too like I'm even though I was part of a situation I was still removed enough to be like what is going on right now you guys like like seeing it seeing it as everything playing out at once versus the minute details like seeing that room I could see what was going on in one corner and the other and how it was all playing together versus my tunnel vision of what was happening in front of me in that second yes and it was crazy and it's so crazy so we just want to tell you this is like the basic overview of August but for the first 17 days here linear days so moving to August 17th 
they also told me it's like blast from the past. Mm-hmm. So notice in your dreams, okay, there's lots going on in the dreams. Like even Scott this morning's like, I dreamt about so-and-so and I'm like, what really? Like I haven't heard that name in like five years. And this was somebody that he worked with like back in the rigs. And I'm like, that's so weird. I'm like, the door is open. The, <laughs> the door, door is open. open. You know, it's not weird, but it is because everything is connected, you know, because that's obviously something that had to be done and worked on outside of time. Yeah. And that timeline needed to be closed off. Like we, we are not thinking anymore. We are moving to feeling. And that is what's happening for everyone, especially on their ascension is we no longer are thinking yeah. and we cannot think our way through any of this. It's feeling because a lot of it doesn't even make sense to the mind. That's the thing. That's why you 100%. can't think because it's logically, it doesn't run on logic. No. And that's where I feel like everyone gets tripped up too. And mm-hmm. that's when you plug back in is when the logic isn't there because then your mind, because your ego is still running. Yes. Like grasps onto that and is like, well, just plug back in and it'll make sense. And so you do. Yes. But it still doesn't make sense. You just go back onto the 3D living. That's yes. it. And we, we went floating this weekend and I said to Carly, like when we were floating down the channel, I looked at her and I was like, oh my God, like this is just bliss to me. And then I I said like, why wouldn't you want to do the work? And Carly's like, yeah, because everyone here, like everyone else, everyone that's floating on the channel, um, say they're all in 3d consciousness. She's like, they would say, why do the work? I still get to float. I'm like, yes, but half of them are loaded and coping, Mm -hmm. right? Like drunk, which no judgment, but they're numbed out. And then the other people are sitting there on the boat talking, but they're not present because their mind's in a loop. And then, you know, they're all these thoughts are going on 24 seven. And I can say during that entire float, my loop is off. Oh yeah. It's the, we were just listening to our music and and that was off. Like old me would have been like, Oh my God, like I got to get on my phone. I I have all these orders. I got to do this. Mm -hmm. I got to do that. And you have that constant loop. And then it's like wound seeking wound, like, oh, I feel fat. Or, you know, maybe Carly's talking to a guy and, you know, you have all these narratives that start going on. And when you have, when that loop stops, like you're so present, it's crazy. Like it's, it's so crazy. So I know this month is going to be quote unquote, I don't even want to say challenging and hard anymore. I want to say it's new energy. Yeah. I want to say... Adapting. You're adapting. I want to say that language mm-hmm. for people is like, I will not sugarcoat it. Carly doesn't sugarcoat it when we say this work is like hard or brutal. But what I think we should start saying is that it's new. Yeah. It's like an adjustment to who you've always been. A realchemation. Is that a word? Yeah. A realchemation of your body, yeah. basically. Yeah. And it's... It's a whole world. Like me, for example, um, I live from energy. It's my whole entire world. So yesterday when I was going to the gym, all of a sudden I started getting a cramp on my right-hand side of my body. And I was like, okay, this is weird because I'm four days into my period and I don't usually ever get a cramp. But my thinking mind started to associate it with my period. Right. And like, that must be what it is. And then I got to the gym and I go write my workout on the board and it had moved to the back, a sharp pain. So long story short, throughout my day yesterday, I did work. And by the end of the day, I was in the bathtub and Scott was there, had his thumb on my back where there was a knife from a past life that had been pushed in and it goes right through to my self-worth wound that sits in the front. And he pulled it out. I could see it. It was a black handle and I wailed, like wailed, you guys. And the energy, I could feel it, that the guides were like mentoring him on how to move the energy around and they're moving it out to the side. And I woke up this morning and I'm like, oh my God, like it's so tender, just like literally where mm-hmm. that thumb point was. 
where that insertion of that knife is. Now, anybody who's still plugged in would be like, fuck Coco, you're so (laughs) crazy. But it's all energy, like the release of that. Like you guys have no idea right now, if you think about it, time doesn't exist. So all these layers are starting to manifest. So just for me, there's so much going while we're out of out in orbit right now. There's so many lives and things that are coming up to play that I need to release and redo that DNA and that cells. I know that sounds quote unquote crazy to a lot of people, but this is who we are. Mm-hmm. So I just want to bring a lot of compassion to all of you guys this month. But if I can give you guys any advice, it's like, it's time. Like it's literally time because if you're sitting in your shit and you're sitting here and listening to the thinking mind, things, you know, they're speeding up. Mm -hmm. They really are. And the energy is here to support you guys so much. And really just like you always say, take those 10 seconds of courage. Yep. Just for your first one inch. Your first yeah. one, one inch and start doing the work and understand who you are as an energetic being because it's coming at you this month, okay? So you're going to see it. It's going to be challenging. It is going to be new energy. You're going to see it, but see it for what it is. And challenging doesn't mean bad. No, right? this it, is your thing. soul. This is your soul's yeah. um, evolution, right? Yeah, like when people hear that word, they think they attribute challenging to hard and hard yes. to negative. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's going to be challenging because it's new. Mm-hmm. Think of challenges now as something new. Mm-hmm. That's what they are, mm-hmm. right? It's a new experience that you haven't experienced, so it's challenging. Yes, and you have to have these steps, okay? And that's what everybody needs to understand. And when I was in victim consciousness and I was like starting this whole awakening and ascension work, I was like, poor me, freaking attitude, as were you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But here's what you need to understand it's steps. You have to graduate the steps to move through the dimensions. Yeah. You have those experiences so from 3d to 40 you do that dance you do that dance you Mm -hmm. plug unplug plug unplug you think you know you think because you've had your awakening experience whatever that was for you that now you're there Mm -hmm. but then things are still hard and you can't figure why so you do the dance back you plug back in and all this but you do those dances and you might do them for entire life Mm -hmm. but now there's a lot of mentors and a lot of energies like Carly and I who are here to help you pave the way so that you can break through those barriers a lot faster because we're walking it with you yeah. or we've walked it quote unquote ahead of you to make it open. But you have to have those. It's, it's, I always go back to the Nintendo game, mm-hmm. you know, those levels and your soul needs them. Right. And once the closer, and I'll repeat this again, it's going to happen for a lot of you this month. The closer you get to quote unquote, the other side of those gates, the harder and more challenging the test and the ego is going to be. And you have to have steadfast commitment that I don't want to be in this timeline anymore. I don't want to be in this pain anymore. And when you constantly repeat that to yourself in your head, you're going to blast through and you're going to be like us where you reflect back and you're not even quite sure when you got to the quote unquote other side. Yeah. Like when you are faced with these challenging tests that are going to come up for you this month, 
you should actually be like jumping for joy yeah. because that means you're you've been doing the work and you are closer to jumping over that line into a new level of consciousness 100%. like like that's like that's like this is why you know in those Nintendo games they have the big boss at the end the biggest challenge with the biggest boss is at the end of the level because you mm-hmm. need to beat that biggest challenge before you can level up so you should be super excited instead of being like this is the hardest wow whoa is me what is going on be like man this means I'm literally at the end of this lane. Like, or listen, this, this level. and listen to our, hear our voices when you're standing there. Yeah. Like, whatever's going on in your life this month, you know, whether it be work drama or, you know, friendships, relationships, and you guys are fighting and things are coming, like, so many different scenarios. Like, pull yourself out and hear our voices being like, this is Coco and Carly telling me that these are a test. And it's happening and like, for and you. And happening for you. So switch your mindset being like, okay, like this is triggering my wounds, which a lot of you might, you know, um, but this is a test. And I got it. And I got it. Like you have trained lifetimes to get here. You're not listening to us by chance. I'll tell you that. You're not. <laughs> you found us not by accident. You know, you're doing this work because this is why you came. And this is the month. This is a profound month. And just before I got into the podcast, before Carly came over, I was out on the meditation deck and you guys, like I was activating the Lemurian grids and I walked into that ballroom again that I have been seeing month after month after month. And it begins in September. And I was sobbing and it was like, Carly met me right at the door and she's like, you made it, you made it. And you're like (laughs) telling me all these stories about how you're like, what year did you come from? Like, we're talking back to the future shit. (laughs) All this stuff is happening, you guys. And it's all amazing. And even though the world might seem like it's falling apart, what I said to Scott in the car this the morning, it's like the zit. Like I know yeah. that's a gross analogy, but it's like coming all the, the pus is coming to the head so that you can clean out that that zit and it can heal, right? So leading into this, I wanted to talk to you guys. We want to talk about how you stay unplugged. Yeah. And how you know you're doing the work and how do you know when you're healed or not healed. Yeah. So the first thing that I want to segue into is I heard a comment last week um, from from my protector of the egg that somebody had mentioned, oh, well, Coco was talking about her uh, past life again, so maybe that's an unhealed wound. So fair enough, from the lens of that person, that perhaps might seem like I'm unhealed, and I want to talk about that. So everybody's going to have the contrast in their life, okay? So the contrast would be your ego life, and then your soul life, and then you do the flip, Mm -hmm. okay? So we all need the contrast. So Carly had a beautiful ego life as well. Yeah. And if you've been to Nights of Coco, and that is 100% why we have Nights of Coco, and we don't like or usually allow people to skip nights with Coco for this very reason so they can understand the contrast. Yes. So if you're a podcast listener and you don't make it to your events, we're going to explain it as well so that you understand. So Carly came from a very uh, egoic life as well, like all of us do. Mine was a little bit more, quote unquote, maybe extreme. Yeah. But Carly had that, you know, six figure job. Yeah. All the things. If I wanted something, I bought it. Yeah. I had my friends. I just the, did. The, the check boxes. The check boxes. The I safety. Ha- I had the, the RRSPs. I had the, you know, I was oh. living life according to a playbook that the 3d collection. Yeah. Like even when Carly was with. over one time and I told her like, Oh, my TV's getting disconnected. You can call and make a payment plan. She was like, what? Cause you had never experienced, never missed a bill, never missed a yeah. bill in her life. So yeah. 
that was Carly's journey, right? So last year when I was mentoring her to make the jump from her egoic life to her soul, it was quote unquote new. It was, it <laughs> yeah. was, an, it was a challenge. It was a challenge because yeah. her ego was going crazy and she had that victim consciousness. Yeah. She had a relationship she was dealing with all the things. Right. And then she would always like tease me and be like, Oh my God, is my journey going to be as extreme <laughs> as yours? And I'm a way shower. So that means that I pave the cornfield for everybody else behind to make it easier. So in my life, my past life, I talk about it a lot. Yes. And not even in full detail at nights with Coco, you get like the cliff note journey yes, so yeah. that you can understand why the hell you're even here. And <laughs> who am I to be here talking about energy to you and, and moving back onto blueprint. And that's the contrast. Mm-hmm. And every single person is going to have some sort of contrast. And while you're going through that contrast, you are searching for your partners in pain. Mm-hmm. So last year, Carly was searching for her partners in pain, which was probably each of us. Yeah. Um, I was definitely searching for my partner in pain because I had blown up my life and that was my identity. Well, it definitely was because there would be mm-hmm. days where we would both just like be sitting on the couch, just like hanging out and we'd both be like, we can't take anymore. Yeah. Wah! Like yeah. literally our word for and word. And then would also be like, what the fuck did we do? Like, yeah. this is crazy. And then, you know, my family would call and they'd be like, how are you? And everybody would try and feed into my pain and talk about all this. And then, you know... And you know what's interesting too is even when I would hear like when we would talk I would almost want to help you too yes like and I would get this like weird guilt that I couldn't be doing more to help oh, you my friend say that all the time yeah. you'd be like I don't know how to help I you. don't know I wish I, I like, had money to give you yes. buy you food and, and that's just my wounds trying to be like well if I make Coco feel better Carly's gonna feel better yes because Carly and I have self-worth wounds yes so it was wounds seeking wounds last yeah. year for sure so we were constantly and then everybody in my life would be calling and like my self-worth wound would be bleeding like who the fuck was I without this like egoic label attached Mm -hmm. to my quote-unquote name and it was like a whole thing so like I always talk about I spent 10 months Mm -hmm. and I never left my house for anything other than when Carly dragged me out and I faced it like I went to the depths of despair and the pictures that are going to come out and all the things, you're going to be like, what the fuck? And the people who have seen them, it's what the fuck. Even Carly. <laughs> I still like, I'm like, send me that picture. I want to see it again. It's so Well, insane. and even your life, like yes. the pictures, it shows you that energy yeah. is everything. Even though physically things are changing with us, like our eyes, our skin, our face, our like everything, it shows the contrast. Mm-hmm. So what happens when you start flipping and you move into soul Um, and you move back onto your blueprint, you no longer are searching for your partners from pain. You no longer are the the, the abuser, the rescuer. You're transforming and rising up to the teacher, to the mentor. Mm -hmm. So that's where we're at now. Mm -hmm. That's how you know that you no longer are sitting in that space and you're healed because you will look back Mm -hmm. at that time and you have so much compassion and gratitude. Mm -hmm. Um, You are able to talk about it without what was it you said living it yeah you you no longer have an emotional tie tie to it yeah so you're now able to speak about the situation as if it was a story so you're you're not necessarily you're just a character in that you're not living it so a really good example is we recorded months ago a podcast scott's first podcast yes we recorded a whole podcast and we listened to it back and we all All three all three of us stopped and we're like 
This is a victim podcast yeah. because literally the situations that were being talked about, everyone was talking about it as if they still had skin in the game. Yes. And it was like, no, so we actually We've re- transcended Yeah, that. so yeah. we actually re-recorded the entire podcast and the comparison is insane because in the second podcast, we're nar- we're narrating the story, yeah. right? We're not mm-hmm. the char- the character or the person living it anymore. We're narrating it. So yeah. we don't have that emotional gut reaction. We're just stating the facts. Like yeah. this is this and this is that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how you know you're healed is when it becomes a teaching tool. And how I always say is I would go back and do my entire life all over the exact same way yeah. because it got me to today. Yeah. And, and also like when you're explaining the, the situation of what you're trying to heal, you don't leave any of the details out because there's no shame. There's, oh, there's no yeah. sadness. There's no frustration. 100%. So you're not hiding anything about the situation. Yes, and that's how you know you're healing. Yeah. So yeah. unless you can explain the situation, every detail to a T and not feel guilt or any emotion. Yeah. You're, you're not healed until that happens. Yes. And last year there was no way. No. Like I wouldn't even like I couldn't even go into our warehouse without physically wanting to barf. Yeah. Like people, I had family members that came here last summer, and I was like, I I couldn't even like talk about it because I would just be like, it's fine, we're doing good. Yeah. You know, because it was just like it was so hard for me to talk emotional emotional because it was just like. I just kind of put it in a box and I was like dealing with compartment by compartment by compartment. And now it's like, I laugh also because I started writing my book last summer. Ew. So I'm doing a full (laughs) rewrite because I was exactly what Carly said. Yeah. It was being the skin in the game coming from that place where now it's like I'm witnessing and I'm talking about a story, a movie that took place. And also what just came to me is, you know you're healed when you're no longer searching for a different outcome yeah. of that situation. You're not wishing for a different path. Yes, because if you're unhealed, you are sharing that story to get help because you want that to change. Oh, 100%. You're trying to yes. change Great, that situation. Carly. Yeah, you're looking for a different version of yes. the past. You're but wanting it to be different. Once you're healed, you just state the facts. It is what it is. Nothing's changing and we move on. A hundred percent. Like when my book comes out, I'm so excited because I hope that one person sees themselves in me Mm -hmm. because I've laid it all on the table. This gas tank is fucking dry (laughs) from that life and this life, right? Like my fashion life, there is not one thing that somebody can say to me that affects me anymore. Mm -hmm. Like you want to come at me, you want to say your opinions, you want to judge wonderful because you know what I can say now that's from your lens and that's on Mm -hmm. you because I can truly say for the first time in my entire life that I have healed Mm -hmm. and I would have swore up and fucking down last year and prior in my life that that would have never switched right that self-worth wound was like a treadmill that didn't fucking stop this is life it is what it is it is and I would have never ever talked about things the way that I do now, mm-hmm. you know, and in your con in our contrast life, like even you, you'd be like, Oh, well, I don't want to post that because yes. then somebody might not like me. Now Carly's like balls to the wall. <laughs> She's like, this is who I am. Unfollow me. Like yes. unfollow me. There's nothing. So that's a good um, point to start. If you're wondering 
how you know that you're healed with the moments in your life. So like even like Scott, when he talks about his molestation and stuff, he can openly talk about it. And all the details and of it. And all the details of it because yeah. he's not embarrassed and he's working on it. And if there's another layer, he openly shares it. He's like, yes. okay, now I'm working on this other layer that I didn't realize existed within that. Mm-hmm. He's not looking for sympathy. He's not looking for partners in pain. And he's not that angry person he was 10, 15 years ago from that experience. Right. So... That is there to show everybody that you're always going to have your contrast life. And whoever you choose for your mentors, they're always going to have quote unquote a story or their contrast. That's why they're a mentor. Mm-hmm. You can't, if they don't, it's like run the other way. Cause they have an experience. Yeah, yes. And I was talking to one of our mentees about this and she was like, Coco, like your contrast, like you've been through it. Mm-hmm. So you know, that's also like, I would say my superpower, like you can come to me and it's like, yeah, I've been there. I've walked it. I I literally can't come to Coco with anything where she doesn't give me the look of like been there as a human human (laughs) being. Yes. yes. Like I've, I can honestly say that like, it's maybe not like molestation or deaths or whatever, but there's I am your mentor for a reason. So if you choose me to be your mentor and it, and specifically if it's blueprint work, I'm here. Like Mm -hmm. I get it. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I've walked it and I wouldn't want people to choose me as a mentor. Like when you come to Knights of Coco and I just start spewing off about energy, but I don't tell you anything of my story. Like what, what human value do I hold? Like at the end of the day, everybody that I'm mentoring still has an ego. Yeah. So everybody that you're mentoring Carly still has an ego. Yeah. So they want to know like, who the fuck are you? And why are you telling me this? Like, You know, we still need that relatable aspect. We still need to show that, yeah, we had that quote unquote human life too, mm-hmm. right? So notice that. So when you hear me talk about my life, when you hear Carly talk about her life, that is why. Yeah. It's the contrast and it's needed for all of us. You know, it's like Scott had two marriages. You know, yeah. you might be listening and might be on your second marriage, your first marriage, a breakup. You might have three kids. That's your contrast. Yeah. And how you use that contrast is what's going to define your soul, the the journey of your soul. And so, it's always connected. Always. That's, this is why we always say you're exactly where you need to uh-huh. be because you literally have to experience those things. So then when you are on Blueprint, you already have the foundation built for it. 100%. Yeah. And, and so many, all the people that we've seen, it's just, it's it's so wild to watch it and be like, how it all plays out. Like, like, it's obviously like, it happened like that. Look at who yeah. you're going to become. Yeah. What like, your energy exactly. is. Exactly. Yeah. And people who are coming and doing one-on-ones and, and you see the density that we all have in our body and then you really break it apart for them. You're like, yeah, but this is why, you know, and it all starts to click because yeah. it's all connected. So that's how you know you're unhealed when, or sorry, that's how you know when you're healed with your contrast life yeah. is when you can come from a place of compassion, but also that's with everything, mm-hmm. right? Like we are here when you move up into the fifth and beyond, it becomes compassion. Like you don't have any feelings towards other people. So another example for people to understand is like the whole social media world, right? Like that is a playground for your wounds. It is a three, it is a 3D cesspool. It is. Like it is to the nth degree. Yeah. And we mentor so many people on ourselves, including have walked through this where it's like, if you have that self-worth wound, you're comparing or you're following and all this stuff and your wounds are out 
to be played, like just played with. It's crazy. And what I've noticed a lot in the last like few months is like the people who I know are hiding me or blocking me. Yeah. Right. And it's like, I don't even look at these people. I don't even know, but I got a download last night. (laughs) That's the thing. It's like, you will get a download if needed. It's crazy. Like, I don't even know why. I don't even know why I need this. I should block you once yeah, to see if I then you get a I download. I don't know why I get this download. But last night I got this this download that um, somebody who, like, when I first awakened, I would have said, like, helped me awaken. So they sent me... Um, an interesting message a couple months ago attacking me um, from their from their wounds and from their lens and I just don't open up that portal it's that energy is done it's yeah. dead it's a different timeline so last night I'm like literally you guys watching Catherine the Great on Amazon <laughs> and I get this download and I noticed that they blocked me like across the board like all of our accounts whatever yeah yeah so I messaged Carly this and I was like it just goes to show you that like when you start healing like your wounds your self-worth when like that doesn't even phase you because the first thing that came to me is like I feel sad yeah like compassion for that person that they felt so so triggered by my lane and my work that and they, people that are around you like Scott and I too like yeah I don't like, even know this person and, and, and everybody yeah. attached to me gets blocked yeah. I haven't spoken to this person in three years yeah. and they find my account and they like send me a message of like quote-unquote hate. hate and anger mm-hmm. and then I don't respond because ain't nobody got time for that well, it's just not on my level and then they go and block Okay, so this is a lesson for all of you because either you're doing this or this has happened to you. And when you start healing your wounds, so whether you have a self-worth wound, rejection, abandonment, anything, when you start doing that work, you see it from such compassionate eyes mm-hmm. being like, that person is just wounded. Oh, their right? loop must just be insane. Their loop and, and their wounds and the stories that they have created about you in their head yeah. is not your problem. Okay. Right. And old us, I definitely would have like been triggered, my self-worth wound. I probably would have wrote a message. I would have responded to that yeah. message for sure because I needed to justify, I needed yeah. to fight. The ego needed to be fed. Whereas like now I'm so strong in who I am where it's like, no, like that just is not in my vibration. So notice in your world consciously, if you're hiding people from your stories, why don't you just unfollow them? Mm -hmm. You know, that's Mm -hmm. what you need to bring to your awareness. If you are triggered by looking at somebody, you know, yes, you might have to unfollow them to get to that step, but bring those awarenesses to you. Mm -hmm. That's a gift because that is showing you what's unhealed. Yeah. And that, and how do you know when you're triggered, Carly? What is the feeling that you get? I think oh. a lot of people might not even know what that feeling is. Oh, it's like it's like you're on a roller coaster and you're at the top and you're just about to go down. It's yeah. that your stomach's all of a sudden in your throat. You get that gut punch. It's yeah. like a tingle. It's like a burn. It's like you feel it. You know. You feel it. So if you haven't been able to recognize that, Carly just defined it for you because I think everybody's the same. Yeah. It's like that. It's literally like, oh, like yeah. you just get that a gut punch. You get the energetic yes. gut punch. Yes. Yeah. And so the work is noticing why you feel that towards someone. Right. And I used to get it a lot because of my self-worth wound. And so mine was like, I just didn't feel good enough. Yeah. I felt like they were doing something that I wasn't. I was never going to become something. You know, all the stories that my ego told me. Yeah. But I honestly haven't felt that in social media. <sighs> 
Oh, oh God, I, I can't even tell you why. Maybe, maybe last fall. And what's really interesting too is like all of a sudden I've noticed like my social media usage is so different. Mm-hmm. I only use social media now for business, even on my personal account. If I'm posting something, it's to share something about what we're doing here or about my business or yeah, I'm on vacation and I want to show you like a really great scene. But it's no longer, Carly doesn't go on it to scroll. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't go on there to see what so-and-so is doing because, honestly, I don't care what so-and-so is yeah. doing. I'm not going on there to see who's in what photo shoot because I honestly don't care who's in what photo shoot anymore. Whereas yeah. me, in my old life, if I wasn't invited to be part of those things, I would have massive FOMO mm-hmm. to the point where I would get that gut punch again. Yes. And now I'm like, I don't even freaking know what half the people are doing. And when you first started with me in 2018, that was that was her spin. Yeah. That was her spin. Like, she couldn't even sit at I'm not front. good enough. That's why you couldn't don't... even sit at the front of spin class no. because she was so in self worth wound and all her things. Because God forbid, I couldn't do the whole class. I'd have to sit down, and someone behind me would see my weakness. Yeah, in the middle of a dark room. But that's the story. Doing like an intense spin class, yeah. like okay. But that's the stories that we tell ourselves. So here's also the positive about um, social media: is it allows you to do the work on your wounds without having to do it face to face. Oh my God, it's like the best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. tool it's a it's a simulation of face-to-face contact it truly is and we've had so many people this year where they have mentored we've mentored them and they flipped the energy of their life by using social media yeah and so it's like we have lots of people who you can see the contrast of their feeds and like another one of our, another one of our mentees that we always like notice too is if she posts a picture of herself she'll get like hundreds of likes but if she talks about energy and talks about her soul work, no one talks to her. No yeah. one says anything. Yeah. So she's really like, okay, wow. Like yeah. I see this contrast and it's really been helping her heal her self-worth wound. And this is somebody too that was like constantly checking the likes, wouldn't post mm-hmm. things because she was so scared, didn't have her authenticness, like all the things. And now here she is being like, I don't remember the last time I looked at like likes. I, the people that used to trigger me, like have no idea, like unfollowed them, like did this work and, you know, just really, really being, it's so easy to say the talk, oh, be authentic, do all this, but to actually do the act of the energy, um, especially using social media as a tool, like it flips your life around. Yeah. So notice the triggers. So social media is a huge thing, um, especially like right now. It's Mm -hmm. like, it's always his, but it's just like up a level and notice and use that tool to really help you like kind of like clean house. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the contrast to all of this healing is that the suffering in 3d and the fear yeah, and the fear. So fear is it's going up a level you guys. Okay. So we're sharing these little tidbits of how to stay unplugged. What we just showed you, like the contrast and like the social media and the triggers and all that. We're showing that because you've got to keep yourself unplugged because also the opinions um, of everybody that's plugged in is going up a level. It's strong. It's right strong. Now. So like even in my world, um, my brother was here a couple months ago and we were sitting in the kitchen and he hasn't seen me in like a year and a half or longer, like maybe even, yeah, like maybe even two years. Yeah. And so he hasn't seen Coco. Okay. Like old me's dead. And so <laughs> I'm sitting on the couch, just like, you know, being the witness, taking everything in. And he started asking us about um, our work and in his lens and his mind it's like hocus pocus it's like psychic and talking to dead people right Ouija boards. yeah Ouija boards. <laughs> like that's that's 
the view of like his lens. And I'm like, no, like it's like, you know, inner child and your wounds and I'm trying to break it down. And then he's like asking questions and wanting to know. And I was like, well, and I'll, I'll always preface this with people being like, do you really want to know? And they'll be like, yeah. So then I start telling him like, this is your core wound. And, um, some scenarios that have happened in the family. Well, now I'm hearing through the 3D grapevine of the family (laughs) that he's going to select people in the family and trying to find partners in pain and switching it around on me. So he's like, oh, you know, I was at Coco's and, you know, she's pushing her agenda and like, you know, making it be all fear orientated for the rest of the family because he's not ready to move the curtain and become unplugged. Right. Okay. So notice that in your life, like I, my response to all of that is like, that's okay. He can say whatever he wants about me. I know how we carry ourselves. I know the energy. I don't push anything on anybody. I just be like, I'm still going to go and listen to the the latest song and live my beautiful life. Mm -hmm. But if somebody asks me, I am going to share who I am. Yeah. Without any well, filter. They're, they're asking. Yeah, Don't no, ask unless you want the answer. And no, and no filter. So notice that in your world. So many people will say to us, like, I don't know how to tell people this, or how do I get people to understand me? And here's the thing, you've got to do the work. Mm-hmm. Because when you do the work to understand the energy of you, everything changes because you no longer feel the need to be that chameleon for certain people. Yeah. You just are. So that's part of this month's energy as well is that hell yes. Like no matter who's around, no matter who's having a conversation with me, you're just authentically you because you want to talk about your light. You want to talk about moving on to blueprint. You want to talk about consciousness because here's the thing. You don't realize it. More people are waking up than you even understand. They just don't have the language. They're scared or they're in the closet. If you go on social media, you see how many people are in the 40s spin. Yeah. Oh, Right? That's crazy right it's now. Crazy. I feel like that spin just got really, really wide. It is. The last and it's the, two it's the popcorn scene. Yeah. Right. It's the popcorn scene, and 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 that's the that's the levels of the consciousness. Yeah. Right. So they might stay at that popcorn scene for this whole life, or they might stay for a couple months. They might stay for a few years, but you never know the power of planting a seed. Mm-hmm. So notice that the contrast of everything that's going on this month is going to be then this okay so what it is is like that chalice energy that is opening up you're all of a sudden gonna then have the you know like the huddling down in the fear living in the lower chakras and it's like basically give me a house give me some food and give me a fucking distraction yeah I don't want to look at anything and you'll notice people who really are grabbing on the external grabbing on the things to just try and find a reason for why Mm -hmm. and hoping that if they share the new moon forecast if they share Mm -hmm. a horoscope if they put their crystals out that everything's going to change for them because they're attracting the good vibes that's old fucking energy yeah that's old ways of doing it like that's the realistic thing like we are moving into an advanced energy we're here for new earth all those tools served us well what we're really here is to remember that we are energetic beings Mm -hmm. and really really move into alignment with that and with that you're gonna see the contrast yeah and it's going up a level the amount of change that is going to take place between now to beginning of november is just going to be out of this world yeah, think about that as like a like a biking metaphor. So like the all of those old tools, those old rituals and whatnot, they were like the training wheels to get us to 5D. Yeah. But then once you get there and once you can ride your bike with two wheels, it's actually hindering you and it's annoying to have the training wheels on. 
right? Like you actually can't ride a bike. Like if I was trying to ride a bike right now with training wheels, I feel like it'd be feel so weird for me yeah. that I would probably injure myself. Yeah. So it's like, you just got to let it go. Like it served its purpose. It was that bridge way to allow you to like expand in that moment. But now you don't even need to because we're no longer, those are thinking tools too. They, they satisfied your mind's ability to wrap itself around this concept. But now like I'm sure Coco's going to start talking about is we're no longer thinking we're feeling. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. We're going to look back in this decade and especially in this lifetime and be like, God, we used to think. Yeah. And I know a lot of you are like, what does that even mean? But it means that everything is on feeling. And I've touched on it briefly last episode, but it is, it's like, you don't do anything unless it energetically, you feel it and yeah. you just don't even really think anymore. And that's crazy. I know for so many of us, but honestly, once you move up in consciousness, it just becomes a state of a being that you didn't even realize existed. Mm-hmm. And with that, you have to understand that our physical bodies and everything that you see is the last to manifest. Okay. And, and your vibration of what you are in the inside is what manifests outside. Mm -hmm. And that took me a long ass time to comprehend. Okay. (laughs) And I was very much like in that victim consciousness and I couldn't figure it out. But when my inside was in chaos my life was in chaos yeah you know and when I was in that crazy loop and I was people pleasing and that self-worth and all that it all I manifested out right it was amazing and the in the 3d consciousness law of attraction is amazing thing yeah and if you need like a 3d example of that it's like whatever you eat and you put in your body it'll manifest out into your skin 100 so that is the physical example to show you what's also going on energetically Mm -hmm. it's like whatever's happening energetically whatever you put into your energetic sphere will then manifest out physically in time and you need to understand that Everybody listening to this right now, and I can say a a large, large majority, because I can feel you all right now, is feeling that something big is taking place. Mm -hmm. You're feeling that inside of you, that rumble. And I even said it to Scott this morning, something is happening, people. You know it, you feel it. You can't exactly put the mark on it, but you know. And for me, when I was in my work this morning, when I was in quantum, I sobbed, you guys. Like I was like sobbing like a baby because when I entered that ballroom I was like holy fucking shit we made it we're here like Carly like what but physically when I open up my eyes I'm like where's here like what have we done but behind the scenes quote-unquote like the energy of who we are you guys it's like I almost just want to drop this like screen in front of everybody (laughs) to be like oh my god that's what's really who we are that's what's happening so that feeling that you feel inside of you like you have to chase it and know that it's right yeah and that this is crossing us over into an energy that you can't even your mind it doesn't make sense it's like my light codes right it's like all the people birthing out their light codes that it doesn't make sense to the mind but like I feel it like some days after writing them like I'm exhausted because you're you're putting that through you so you have to understand that the last thing to manifest is always the physical. Mm-hmm. That's why you got to do the work outside of time to clean this pipe, to really understand, to understand the density in your body so that you can remove it and re- reverse it. It's really, truly that easy and that hard. Yeah. And it's just, it's that commitment because you can't see the physical manifestation instantly. Yeah. So you have to have that commitment every second, every day and like not the one foot in, one foot out. And like, you just have to trust well we were just talking about that earlier about there we have 
family members and we have people in our life that we know that as soon as like our physical starts manifesting, then they're all going to be like, Oh, let me on the limo. Like let me on the ship. Yeah. And it's like, because now it's easy. Like, Oh my God. Like there's physical proof, which is the witches have (laughs) have made their potion, you know? Yeah. And so they're all like, Oh, well now we have the physical proof. So now we're going to believe. believe, Right. But it's, that's such old energy. That's thinking. Believing is thinking. 100%. Thinking is believing. Yeah. It's beyond that. It's feeling like if you work with me and Carly, the only reason you work with us is because you feel it. Yeah. Nobody books with us. No. And, and nobody can know. And people will get all the way right to the end and like just have to pay for their session. And then they don't because why the thinking gets in. Yeah. But they're feeling, they trusted the feeling the whole way. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, no. And the ego, those stories, the external, everything. And also the impact, the impact Mm -hmm. is so profound when you start to remember who you are, that your ego is going to do everything it can to pull you away. Yeah. And we've heard so many stories of this where people will be like, well, since I've been in Nights with Coco, now this is stirring in me or that is stirring in me. Yeah. Because you're unplugged. Yeah. And slowly, if you don't do the work, you're going to get gritted back in. And then you're going to find the reasons why not to do the work and Mm -hmm. all the things. And then something later on is going to unplug you, whether it be us again or somebody else in the world, or honestly pain, Mm -hmm. take that in. So notice this month, if you're having pain, the pain is a gift because everybody, honestly, their awakenings don't begin out of bliss no (laughs) take that in you don't awaken and really change and move into who you truly are until you have pain yeah it's very rarely that we will we've had one person this year that was like well I don't really have a lot of pain I'm close to the edge edge of the cliff but I think I should start doing work now I was like good on you yeah because pretty much everybody's like sick and tired of their own shit or some external pain or something reason as to why they're here. Yeah. Right. And know that that's that whole contrast life. That pain serves you so well because when you rise out of it, you're just like, Oh my God, like you and I talking about our contrast life. Like even when I say to you, like, Oh Carly, you were crazy last summer. Like she can't even remember. So I would say that it's like me and her haven't had kids, but I'm assuming it's like giving childbirth. Where you it's forget like, the pain. I knew that it was like horrible <laughs> giving birth. Yeah. Like I know that I was in that space, but I yeah. don't remember yeah. because once you transcend that, you have compassion for that. Yeah. So notice that you need this pain. If any of you are going through it and you wouldn't even have an appreciation or know what bliss is without the pain Mm -hmm. you need light you need darkness to know what light is you need pain to know what bliss is because you need again like we've been talking about contrast you need the comparison the duality to be able to then understand and actually feel it yes and if you're hearing these words and you're saying but 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 to yourself you're in victim consciousness yeah so know that you know exactly you're exactly where you need to be and the buts come from a state of being that eventually you're going to transcend out of yeah and another and a lot of people always ask us too like how do you know the difference between fear and like intuition right and the energy of yourself yeah and what we always say is fear is heavy Ugh. it is it's sludgy it is yeah so it's like your your body always knows and you always know but i'd always say that like fear comes from thinking 
mm-hmm. and like your intuition and you knowing comes from feeling. Yeah. So it's like the other day, Carly and I, when we were floating, we had to get onto the bus. Oh, and <laughs> I forgot and, about this. And I have avoided masks. Oh, I haven't worn a mask once yeah, this so whole time. I haven't either. And all of a sudden I was like, Carly, Carly. And I could see the guy standing there and he's like handing out masks. I'm like, oh my God, he's handing out masks. And I was like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> but you know, we're in a school bus and you know, I'm not going to be a Karen. Yeah. I'm like not, you're not going to put my no. beliefs on other people. No. Like my state of being, it's not even a belief. It's just my state of being. Cause I understand the energy of COVID and I'm just not feeding into that. I'm not plugging into that. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, in this scenario, it just, it was honestly that or take a cab. Yeah. And we didn't even have debit cards. So it was like, okay, <laughs> we paid for this bus. We're going to get on it. And we get on and like, I just burst out laughing to Carly because it's just like so conscious. Right. But when I first sat in the seat, my body was on fire. Like <laughs> yeah. I could feel it. Yeah. So you can tell the difference between fear would have been thinking. Yeah. And my body was like, Coco, you fucked her. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> right. And like, and then I'm like closing my eyes and Carly's making fun of me. She's like, Coco is in meditation. Right <laughs> but I was, I was like connecting. Cause like the narration um, of the downloads that started yes. to come and they were like, Oh my, like they're laughing at us. Like the shit that was going on. And then like, I was a witness to all this, the whole bus ride. And like, I just couldn't stop laughing. Cause I was like, Oh my God. And just, just, it was such a good moment for me. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm actually really glad that I got to experience it because like, it was just, it was wonderful. <laughs> but that goes to show you where it's like right away, both of our bodies were like, uh, yeah. Like our light was like, no, 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 no. Instead I actually felt like a physical, the, like something. Me too. Yeah. Like I felt it. Yeah. Whereas like the fear that other people fear, feel is that heaviness in their body that they got to put a mask on. And like, the they whole, don't even feel it in their body. It's just the fear. right? Yeah. Like, the hilarity thought. of it is like the bus driver wasn't wearing a mask. Yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> like it's he, all just, the, he rolls on after just sits down oh. and goes. And I'm like, okay. Just all the things <laughs> when you're aware, right? Yeah. So that's how you know the difference and really start paying attention to that this month is what is fear and what is really your light. Intuition is your light. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is, that. and it's never wrong ever. Like, like thinking and fear will be wrong. Intuition and feeling is never wrong. Like for example, I'm going away, um, on Friday. And as soon as Carly comes here, I'm like, Oh my God, my ego is being like a slut. Okay. My ego is just being so slutty to me. And that's like (laughs) such a graphic word, but like just bitchy and stupid. And I just can't handle it. And it's just, it's being so aggressive, aggressive to me. Right. And it's like, come here, come here. That's why I call it slutty. Cause it's like, come on, like, come <laughs> it's whistling on. At you. Yeah, it's whistling at me. It's like trying to like seduce me. And so that's why I always say my ego is a slut because I see my ego behind that door trying to like entice me, you know? Yeah. And so my ego is making up all these stories, um, about my traveling there. And that is heavy. That is fear. Mm-hmm. Whereas intuition and my you know. soul is light and I know yeah. exactly, but that's the battle that we have between yeah. fear, which is thinking and the body, our light, which is quote feeling. unquote feeling intuition. Yeah. Right. And so the last thing I wanted to talk about for everybody is timeline work. Okay. So this has been coming up a lot where it's like, 
how I started at the beginning. And I said, what you do this month affects the timelines of the rest of the year. So what exactly does that mean? That means that if you stand here right now and your energetic body, imagine that there's like millions of freeways coming out of your light right now, right? And all of them are part of your blueprint, but there's like a like a standard main freeway and mm-hmm. there's all these offshoots. Yeah. Okay. So when you're doing timeline work, meaning that if you are staying steadfast to your soul over and over and over this month, you're moving on that freeway. Yeah. Right. But if you're in you, the HOV on the freeway. The HOV. <laughs> but if you say have like two days or one hour or one moment of where it's like a hell yes, you've now moved on a little bit of a different highway timeline. Is that a good analogy of it? Is that how, so things change all the time. We're very fluid. So by your choices all the time, you have to see that your, your map uh, changes. So like a really good 3d movie for that is the adjustment pearl. Yeah. And I think everybody should watch it. I think it's on Netflix is that really defines blueprint work for you in a 3d sense. Yeah. Because basically it explains that you will always land at your end destination, but it's how you get there that you are in full control of. So you can get there and have many, many years of bliss, or you can get there on your deathbed. Mm -hmm. So which do you want? Mm -hmm. And by saying steadfast to to your purpose and your soul and saying hell's yes versus the hell no, you're going to get there on the bliss highway, not taking all these random freaking offshoots that are going to take you down into the ghetto of yes. whatever city you live in. And you're here for so much more. Everybody is, you guys. The bliss on the other side of these gates and these doors is phenomenal. And we're and I'm getting messages all the time. Carly's hearing mm-hmm. about it where people are like, I don't even know what to say. Yeah. Because the bliss is flowing in like... I've got to start collecting all these photos of people in our community that are doing before and after pictures because I'm blown the F away. I'm like, oh my God, look at your eyes. Look at your skin. Look at your glow. Like, look at everything. Like, that is energy. Mm -hmm. And these people are just doing the work internally. Yeah. And everything then manifests out. And that's what I was saying earlier, that what the reflection is in the inside is then what comes out. Yeah. And that's a hard thing for us to think about and accept but it's the truth. And when I, like I said, when I was in chaos, when you were in chaos, when we were going through that hustle, that holy egoic life, it showed. Oh yeah. It showed. And but you, we, and you think it's not, or what you do is you overcompensate. Yeah, you have so external then, to mask. So then you buy the expensive clothes because yeah. if you feel good in the clothes, look good, feel good. You mm-hmm. go and you do, you dye your hair, you wear all this makeup. You do, mm-hmm. you're always trying to overcompensate for the inside 100%. on the outside. hundred percent. You're trying to fill that hole. Because what's really interesting is now since we've been doing the work for me personally, it's like I use had bleach blonde hair. I now have my natural color. I used to wear hair extensions. I could care less. I wear my hair in a bun every single day. I used to wear full on makeup and fake lashes. I had eyelash extensions, people. <laughs> I don't even wear mascara now. Yeah, I know. You know, like it's just it's so interesting when you start shedding things. And How then, you feel is and so then you incredible. move to this state of being where it's like, oh well, maybe I want to get the eyelashes now because that's an expression of my soul. Yes, but and it's that, not to make you feel yes, better about and yourself. That's how I want to end this by also telling you that just because you're doing the work does not mean that you're going to be put in this box. And I got to say this over and over again yeah. because when I first awakened. 
I thought that I had to be a certain way. And I remember that I really struggled because it was like, how can I be this fashion girl in this living portal? Like that's fucked up. Like, I don't know. That's going to be one or the other. Right. Right. Because I thought that like, I had to wear my hair a certain way. I had to have my decor, like really honestly, the conditioning that we have where we make jokes at nights with Coco were like, wow, we'll get the goat. And here comes the witch hat (laughs) because you do, you think that you're going to this like really, um, new age kind of space and that you're, and there's no judgments for that at all, but people have a judgment around that conditioning, thinking that if you are doing the work and you're changing your blueprint and you're doing the healing and you're changing your DNA and all the things that you can't have a beautiful life. Yeah. But what you need to understand is that once you do the work, like Carly said, the soul then expresses outwardly yeah so like me today I have bright neon yellow toenails and fingernails my hair is going pink soon I have all the sleeve tattoos starting my clothes my house if you've all been here is very bold and out there Mm -hmm. but that now is the manifestation of my soul Mm -hmm. Carly's the exact same way whereas you're dead on that was a whole filler for our wounds before well think and about self-worth what, I was gonna say what was my wound mm-hmm. self-worth so by me getting all these things I was trying to present myself 100%. to have more value Control and physically yeah. yeah exactly and now what's really interesting is I feel the most confident and quote-unquote the prettiest I've ever been doing the least amount of things because my beauty now is my soul coming out. Mm -hmm. It's not this paint that I'm putting on top of. What do you always say? My dad always says like, Oh, just at, like the turd. Oh yeah. So it's my dad always says about furniture. First of all, he's like, cause I paint my furniture and he's like, you're just putting lipstick on old furniture. Right. right. But I always say you're putting rhinestones. On Scott says this, you're just putting rhinestones on a turd. Yeah. So like we say that to our daughter all the time because she is struggling with the inner, right? Yeah. And she'll she's like the walking billboard for it. She'll go get the eyelashes, the nails, all the things. She blows her money. And then Scott will be like, you're literally putting rhinestones on a turd. And she ends up ripping it off within a week. Yeah. Because and then, and then she fulfill. Yes. And then she comes and she's like, oh my God, like I was going through my layer with mom. So I started picking at my nails and I was like, no nails. Yeah. yeah. No eyelashes. Like this is why, this is why we do the work people. Because then the inside, and you get solid in your lane, in your highway. And then if you want the eyelashes, you appreciate them. 100%. You have gratitude for them. And you're no longer getting them to uh, fill that hole and to make yourself more beautiful. What you're doing is, like you said, you're expressing. This is how your soul looks, and so you're using it as an expression. Yes, and think about it. Your body isn't you. You've literally dropped into this body, okay? You've dropped into many bodies, let's be honest. You know, you've had many, many, many bodies. This light dropped into this body, and while you're in this body, this body takes care of you. This body is here for you to do your mission, to do your purpose, to do all those things. And it is going to be here to play. This is why billions of souls are lined up to come to earth because it's the best simulation. It's the best playground because you get to experience all these things. But what happens once you really move from ego to soul and you stay unplugged is the intent and 
everything yeah. changes. Like mm-hmm. everything. You don't want anything anymore. Yeah. And anything that you do buy and anything that comes to you is because it comes from that state of being of the light that which you are. Mm-hmm. And it all coincides with the purpose of what you are. Yeah. Right. And it's all connected. So it's a big, big month. And we're going to let you guys go now. <laughs> I'm going on vacation and I'm really excited. It's my first time in five years that I'm not in the hustle and not in the struggle <laughs> and I don't have the loop. So this is going to be a whole new experience for me as well. I'm going to, like I said, have some stuff prepared for you guys for the Lionsgate so that you guys can really, really integrate that, that energy and that light. And remember, no matter where you are in your journey, you're exactly where you need to be, but you're not alone. Like truly, you guys are not alone. And again, if we resonate, you know, click the link in the bio, book a session, come to our events and, you know, together we're better. I want to say that all the time because the last thing to manifest is the physical. And while we're doing this work in the (laughs) non-physical, it can feel really alone and the greatest analogy, like I said this weekend, was you unplugged me, Coco. You helped me unplug myself. And that's where a lot of you are right now. And it's like you get so close to that plug-in again. Now there's like, a spark. Yeah. And you're like, oh, God, I just I just want the, you know, the to, plug, to plug back in because it's so comfortable. But, you know, honestly, don't do it. There's, live off the grid, oh, people. Live off the grid. Live off the grid. <laughs>